0: Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay.
1: salutations everybody it's time for another episode of bald and bingeable with d'angelo i'm d'angelo and i'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the stuff in pop culture that you consume the stuff you're insatiable for the stuff that you find truly bingeable and today we had to have her back she's so bingeable you better be listening to them on who invited her, a podcast here from San Diego as well. We have Bryn back. Hello,
0: hi. hi. I'm I'm so excited uh, every time I hear your intro,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> because we can barely even get the name of our podcast out when we're doing our intros on who invited her. And you, I'm so impressed every time you do it.
1: Well, thank you. It's taken a while. Like if you go <laughs> back, like if you go to like episode. So like 30, it's probably like all hacked up because I used to have to like use like a script. And then I just kind of like, it became like my thing at the beginning of my pod. And what it's happened is, is it's made me like, okay, you guys, so all things real. We are right now recording. Like, it's like a midnight snack for you guys. After we just watched Vanderpump Rules, we are talking about it tonight. Okay. But anyways, back into where I am. So we were like all excited before we started recording. And when I do like the intro, it like makes me stop and think and be present. And there's just a like kind of like a like a moment there that I can just kind of like, okay, let's turn it on. Let's become a podcaster. Let's become a radio voice. Let's become a thing, you know, oh <laughs> So <I love>
2: that.
1: <laughs> it's just, so I don't know. So I've kind of like kept it now because I could record it and just have it attached to my intro music and everything. But now I just kind of throw it in there. I like and it,
0: so. it puts us in the, you're right. It puts us in the right mind frame.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of like, okay, let's stop, let's get there, and now we're here. Okay, you guys, so Bryn Mac is here because she speaks Bravo, and there's <laughs> so much going on with Bravo, you guys, um, and this is what I got to tell you before we started recording, so I had to press record just because, like, it's too much good stuff. Yeah. Last time you were here was two days before Scandival broke.
0: Was right before
1: like we did a whole episode and talked about Vanderpump Rules and I will stand by the fact that Schwartz is the bad guy. Okay. But then well, tonight, everything okay, just I, bloomed.
0: Tonight <laughs> Schwartz is still the bad guy for me, very much so, and like tonight cemented that.
1: Oh yes. It's like he's he knew, he knows. You know. He knows and he knew and he is. Ugh. Okay, okay. so we're going to get into Vanderpump Rules, but let's jump around a little bit. Okay, so this way you guys that don't listen to Bravo and don't talk about Bravo, we're going to get into some other stuff real quick before, um, just because I just need to see where things are. So Bryn, I apologize for not having you on last week. We had Aggie on last week. We had Agatha last oh. week because it was Lesbian, lesbian Visibility Week, and so I should have had somebody who speaks the language, but- <laughs> but my my good but my good friend aga that was here because we needed to talk about a bunch of other stuff you guys go back last week because the end just like that trailer dropped and so and that's like me and aga that's what we share but like Uh, let's talk about this with Brent mac here what are your feelings about the end just like that because i'm going to be covering it this season um, so I'm going to be actually doing recaps each episode this year. So I'm going to actually focus in on that. So you guys do be listening when the show does drop. Okay. What are you feeling?
0: <laughs> Wait, my feelings on what? I'm sorry.
1: And, and just like that, the sex in the city. Oh, oh my God. Oh,
0: Period. okay. Oh, and just like that. Oh, God. I have to tell you that the only reason I, I was like a a, per, a person that was very into sex in the city. Like mm-hmm. I had the pink, it was a pink velvet classic case that all the dvds came in for those of us oh my god i
1: remember here. that no i remember yeah. that okay
0: it was like a special collector's pink velvet and i had all the dvds mm-hmm. and re-watching it it is hard some of those moments are hard oh and it's problematic I, it's so problematic it's now <laughs> So problematic and i have talked about this on who invited her but a part of the way that the original series treated um like the lgbtq community specifically like buys mm-hmm. was bad it was yeah. bad and you know and they they sort of discounted there's that whole episode where she was like well being bi is just a train like a train it's stop on your way to a town exactly mm-hmm. and it's so bad and so i only started watching um and just like that because Tony and Eric from who my co-host on who invited her were watching it. And they're like, we need your take on it. And I, it wild.
2: It, it, well,
1: it is, it is like, it is now overcorrected itself so exactly. yes. much. And, it and so, and I can but i but I'm digging it because the thing is, is okay. Um, have you heard that whole thing that Sarah Silverman said recently? Well, you know about the situation about with Paris Hilton. So Paris Hilton wrote a book, yeah. okay. And Paris Hilton, inside of her book, she talks about she's going to jail, and it's like the day before she's about to go to jail, and she goes to VMAs, and Sarah Silverman makes fun of her on stage, yep. and it like crush crushes her soul, and blah blah blah. And then people are like, kind of like coming back at Sarah Silverman for this, but this is something that happened years ago. And through sarah silverman's works and everything else that she's done things have like kind of changed but for that moment it was a f- funny thing but comedy is not evergreen and so it's just like it's back there they said something yep. bad they said something that wasn't pc and they have evolved like and we all as sus a, as a society have evolved and we've kind of gotten ourselves up to this point and now we are "Quote unquote woke," and why are we in like the same thing that if we look back at our tweets from 2012, 100%. why are we looking at other people's? 100%. Yes. You know,
0: 100 percent. yes,
1: it's that. So I but-
0: definitely agree with this. I feel like what happened was they they did too many things, and the story got pulled in too many directions. Mm-hmm. So it was like they took all of the criticisms from the original show, and they were like, like you said, they overcorrected, and they're like, we're just going to shoehorn them all in here we're going to have a whole new cast with people of color but it's they're going to be alongside the original cast but they're not going to really integrate them they're going to have their own stories and then you know miranda is gay now which Cynthia nixon is gay in real life so i very much appreciate that they have that like awakening Mm. for her um but it was with a a
1: non-binary character that we are all learning to use the collective they now
0: yes and and i did like Especially specifically with like Che and the and that stuff is that they do talk about giving people grace with it mm-hmm. and that you know people will mess up but intent matters so I do like that and I do like the idea that women of that age that were acting that way when they were younger or maybe didn't have the sensitivity that they did you know that they should have had are getting it now and that they're learning and growing and i think that that's cool that we can watch and learn and grow with them i just don't care for sarah jessica parker oh,
1: no no <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people who just canceled okay so that's our show for today Sorry, this has been Bald and bingeable <laughs> with and <Ren> mac <laughs> no um but no i think you have completely um have your thoughts about that you know what i mean like we don't all like love everything my thought on it is it's not a perfect show and that's why it's so perfect for me to do recaps of because like when you do recaps of a show that's just really really well put together then you're just kind of like so then they opened a door and then they got you know and like and what's great about this show is is that i get to make fun of it the whole Che, che diaz is a gift from you know writer gods that you know because it's there's just so many things about the character that are just they are cringe they have issues we'll let you know oh it's just it's just wild 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 um okay as we keep on going so that's just me telling you guys this season we are going to be covering that though okay are you a ted lasso person
0: i love ted lasso yes
1: okay I have not covered any Ted Lasso this season Ooh. because I thought this season has been so ugh. Yeah. But then the Amsterdam episode happened. It was episode number six. was okay. most and so have, are you up to date on Ted Lasso right now?
0: Oh, I, no, I'm not up to date yet. Okay.
1: So this season has been, so I'm not going to give you like too many like spoilers. Are you watching any of the season right now?
0: Yes, I am. And you can spoil for me because I, I actually, it makes me appreciate something more when I understand what's coming.
1: Okay. So I'm going to give you guys some spoilers of Ted Lasso, like up to like episode seven right now of like the most current like- season. So um, because I'm about to watch episode eight. So that's where we are right now. So episode six of the season is this like Amsterdam episode that all takes place when the uh, team is now in Amsterdam and they've been down and out. They haven't been winning and everything. But I have not found that this season of Ted Lasso has had that magic that love actually that excuse me that love actually kind of like thing that warmth that brings you in yes it's all been so surface and i'm really sick and tired of them giving so much screen time to nate the little weasel who like left the yes
0: team. that Ugh. that is and i was wondering like if there's like gonna be a redemption arc and that's why we're focusing on him but i do not like it no
1: what did i miss about his hair why does he have that hair now? Like, what did I miss in the storyline? You guys, <laughs> yeah, Nate, Nate Nate, is the ex-assistant uh, coach that used to be under Ted. Yeah. And then he moved over to the other team and he just became this hateful little shrew of a man. Yeah. And they did something with his hair and what is going on?
0: I think it was a deliberate choice because it's supposed to show the, you know, transformation of his character from just like, a really unassuming sort of you know cute little guy to like this sort of villain and I Wonder think that, that hair was an extension
1: of that it's like it's pga tour hair you yes. know what I mean like
0: a hundred percent yeah like
1: you know what I mean it's local newscaster hair yes, like exactly. that like and it's just like this because it's like gray but kind of brassy and it's more hair than he's had in any of the other seasons. And all yeah. of a sudden he just has all this hair. And they never explained it. It just looks like this character choice that they made. Um,
0: they like, this yeah, is what so bad Nate's hair looks like and yeah that's
1: how we know. so but they've been giving him a lot of like story arc. And then, you know, they've kind of been doing this thing right now with they they broke up uh, Keely and Roy, yeah, which. So I I don't love it. And I just, and okay, Roy Kent, is there anybody hotter than freaking Mr. Brett, Brett Gold?
0: Especially Gold. when he cusses and when he's taking care of his niece. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh my God.
1: Well, the relationship that they're giving him right now with Jamie as well is like, it's getting cute. So are you that oh, far yeah. now? Like, they now that he's training him, you know, on the yes, side? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So in, in the episode six, this Amsterdam based episode, the two, so like, they're in Amsterdam and they have the night off. And the whole thing is, is like, what are we like, like uh, Ted gives them all the night off that they don't have a curfew even that just be back at the bus by nine. So it's wow. like letting them all off their leash. So the team all goes and it, it's just this magical thing because it's a capsule episode. So all of the team, like not a capsule, cause they're not all stuck in one, one zone, but the whole team is all together and they're all in the lobby of the hotel, trying to decide where to go, and then they make and where they're gonna eat and like and you know so it's all that we have the gay character who does branch off and has oh, okay, a good. and so and the writer goes and the writer um, you know who's covering them, I cannot remember I the character
2: yeah,
1: so the two of them they they have their moments, and so they split they split couples off and then they make and then uh. And then Roy and Jamie, they also and Roy's like you're not taking the night off. You're training tonight, so they go out. And then there is a really really cute exchange because it ends up with Jamie teaching Roy something. And so just oh, I'll leave I'll leave it that. there. It's in Amsterdam, and so then we also have like the um what's her name the 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 owner of the team, and I can't remember yeah. her name right now. Yeah. So. Her character is she's walking around Amsterdam and she's just caught up in the beauty and the biking and the canals and everything and she ends up falling in a canal and she has this <laughs> magical moment with the hottest man on television. Okay, like like this guy is like brutally hot. Um, and I'm gonna is, look up his is name like right now. As we're talking. He's a new like, he's, like, a new actor to us because he's, like, from oh, okay. the, the other side of the pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He speaks British and, like, he but he British. but he speaks, like, Amsterdam-y. So, like, oh, okay. Dutch. <laughs> oh, I
0: love that like oh. a Dutch accent.
1: hmm It's a little something. But the thing is, he's, like, he's, like, built big like a Viking. So, like, he's, like, taller than oh, her she, even. And so it's that whole sort of thing. She's so
0: tall. And, you know, she's a Broadway babe. Yeah,
1: she is. She can sing.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: She's also shame from oh. from Game of Thrones. Oh, she's goodness. the one who she's the one who rings the bells screen yes. shame.
0: <gasps> yeah. That's wild! Oh my gosh! I get I never put that together because she's so glamorous on Ted Lasso.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Is
1: the Dutch guy okay? No, that's the reoccurring character. Who is the guy?
2: Because it's like a- it,
1: yeah. She meets a Dutchman in 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 okay. His name is Matteo Vandergrin. Okay. I'm looking it up. Okay. Yes. Matteo Vandergrin, And that and the last name is G-R-I-J-N. Okay. So Matteo. Um
0: they have the weirdest names. Like I'm he, just, thats and Ooh. the thing is Okay. <laughs>
1: He's just like this big man of a man. You know what I mean? And so, and on this episode, he's bald with the beard. So Mm -hmm. like, like no hair on his head. So it's perfect to watch. It's perfect for her. And it's just like this moment. So but it's like Ted Lasso finally found the magic. So if you guys are watching Ted Lasso this season, or if you guys have picked it up, the first the first few seasons are great. third season was, uh, this fourth season started in a weird place. And now in episode six, it got its fire back and like it's it's they've pulled those strings back together so that's something you guys so bald and bingeable we're recommending right now ted lasso it's back and if you don't even watch ted lasso if you want to just pick up one episode to watch watch episode six of this most recent ep- uh season four right now and of you
0: guys it. should be watching ted lasso like i first started watching it when i was in a very dark place in my life
2: <laughs>
0: and it did it made me feel better
2: yeah. It,
0: you know, it didn't give me a reason to live. <laughs> but it, did.
2: it
1: made life a little easier.
0: Exactly. And I was like, you know, and it's so nice and light. That's,
1: that's the what you thing. Need sometimes. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing is that it's, um it's fluffy TV. You know what I mean? Like, and that's one of like the, the best things about it, you know, is that like. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. I had to hide myself view. You guys were are we're recording via Zoom tonight and and I had to hide myself view because I'm like looking at the the glare off my glasses and I'm like oh. distracted. <laughs> okay. So we're back in my head.
0: <laughs> I changed my whole skincare regimen after uh you know, like COVID and everything went remote because I zoomed mm-hmm. so much for work. Yeah i i've never spent this much time looking at myself in my entire life
1: well see that's the whole thing and so like i've was a dancer for a little while so you're kind of like in the in front of the mirrors and so that's a whole nother body thing but like (laughs) but so and i've just just been having like a whole skin thing okay i've also okay so two other things before we get back into the bravo sphere okay, okay that i want to discuss I watched the most cheesy, horrible movie recently. And so, and I know that you and Tony had the other podcast besides who invited her, the Rumspringer. And so, and this is something that you guys should probably cover when you guys bring the show back because it's such a terrible movie, but it's also really great. And I don't know how to feel about it. And I will probably watch it again at some point. Cocaine Bear.
0: (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it in the theaters.
1: Okay, I just watched it on Peacock, and it's it's like, <laughs> and I I knew what I was getting myself into, but at the same time I didn't.
0: I did what not. a trip. It, it's like a horror movie. Yes, I saw it with a person that does not like horror movies, oh, and no. I convinced them to see it because I'm like, this is going to be so dumb. Elizabeth Banks directed it,
2: mm-hmm. so
0: I was like, this is going to be like weird and and irreverent and like funky and odd and it is like a straight-up horror movie like it, it, it is it is more grotesque than some of the worst horror movies i've seen
1: oh it's like worse than the purge like it's like so things 100 like the- <laughs> oh, yeah so gory. because it, the thing is is what makes it worse is that because it, it's like individual people and then the, this cast is like stacked too you know what i mean oh my, like
0: it's insane but so there's so many good people in this cast you know who my favorite character was
1: Carrie um, Russell or Ray Liotta, or like, there's so no, many people. The little
0: blonde, the little blonde twink.
1: The, oh, okay, yes. The one with the yellow shirt that that takes him to the, uh, to the spot, yeah, to the just gazebo. Takes them all around. Yeah, he's, yes. he is fun.
0: But he's so cute.
1: Oh my gosh. That, I mean, like, just those scenes when they go to like, when the teenagers go to jump the guy. So, you guys, all things, okay. So, Cocaine Bear, if you guys have not seen it, it is the most, insane wild show. I didn't even pull up a synopsis. So synopsis off the top of my head is that this man is um, flying in a plane. He is going to be he's throwing all of these bags of cocaine out of the plane because the plane is going to be crashing. He goes to jump out, he hits his head, he ends up dying. And now there are bags of cocaine strewn all over the woods. And a bear finds one. And now it is hopped up on coke and it likes cocaine and it wants more. And that's essentially all the park rangers and the people that they're dealing with and now have to deal with this coked out bear in the middle of the woods.
0: (laughs) It is the most true to its title movie, I would say, ever. It is literally just about a, a, a bear hyped up on cocaine. It's based on a true story.
1: I like, and that's the thing too, is, is that I didn't even look it up. Like the true story. Did you look it up? Did you yes, look up? Place- it's like
0: very, very loosely based on okay. the, the, there was a um, like a guy that died in a plane crash, you know, and they know that he was offloading cocaine and throwing it into a forest. And they did find a bear that they mm-hmm. said died from eating cocaine.
1: Oh my god. Okay, yes cocaine. I'm I'm looking right now. New York Times. Yeah. We I don't really support the New York Times, but I just like popped this yeah. one up so you guys don't look this article up, look it up somewhere else. Um yeah. they have they're very horrible majority of people. But anyways, yep. yes cocaine bear was real. Here's the backstory. Nearly 40 years after 175 pound black bear found and ingested cocaine in a Georgia forest, a, tr- a drug binge has inspired a movie. And so, this is absolutely insane so i'm just forwarding down to where this actually happened in the 1980s the georgia bureau of investigation announced in december 1985 that a 175 pound black bear had died of an overdose of cocaine after oh my goodness come on why did this article why do they put up pop-up ads oh always okay um This 175-pound black bear had died of an overdose of cocaine after discovering a batch of the drug, according to a three-sentence item from a United Press International that appeared in the New York Times at the time. The cocaine was apparently dropped from a plane piloted by Andrew Thornton, a convicted drug smuggler who died September 11th in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, geez. That date is just always like, we're always Always. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we both just went, ooh. Yeah. yeah. But it was the 80s. So uh, anyways, because he was carrying too heavy a load while parachuting, UPI reports. The Bureau <laughs> says that the bear was found Friday in northern Georgia among 40 open plastic containers with traces of cocaine. Uh, the bear was found dead in the mountains of Fannin County, Georgia, just south of the Tennessee border. Um, and then the article blacks itself out, but apparently yeah, there were bones found
0: yeah, I don't I mean, so the the context of the story which is like the bear spoiler alert goes on like a brutal killing spree.
1: Everybody. Like it's just and it's and it and the thing is it's not even smelling it looking for blood. It's looking for drugs.
0: For co- it's looking for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: which they I left guess, it.
0: Like, if you were to think of like a Wall Street banker in the 80s who, like, mm-hmm. had claws and was that big, I could imagine them killing a bunch of people to get co- cocaine on a certain night.
1: I can imagine a guy at precinct in downtown Los Angeles this yes. coaxed up. A cocaine yes. bear there, so to speak. Cocaine bears
2: <laughs> everywhere.
1: Seriously, you'll find a cocaine bear in, like, every bar across the United States yes, if you look exactly. hard enough. Or kitchens, too, all those chefs. But I'm oh, just God. saying. That's so true. Um. Anyways... So that I was a stereotype.
0: <laughs> if you don't like if you don't like gore, don't see this movie.
1: Yeah, don't see this movie if you don't like gore. Um, because even like when you fast forward, you kind of like see some of it. Cause there was some there were some things and I was like, oh, I don't want to see this. And I just kind of like figured, it, I was like, Yep, yep, I'm still seeing it because things are dragged out too. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. And I am a true horror lover. And like Tony mm-hmm. and I talk about this all the time on Who Invited Her. I love horror movies. And even I close my eyes at some points like it was
1: a little gore porn you know like that's exactly
0: what it was
1: yeah so it's not and it's not like the the purge movies where like you kind of like you're led to know like okay this is what's gonna happen yeah because i can get into a purge movie purge movies are those things that i actually put on when i'm super super stressed and i have like (laughs) a lot to do do at like work like i could put on a purge movie like really scary like shit like 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 psychologically
0: like getting it out you're like yeah
1: and then I can focus and then I'm drawing beautiful gowns and whatever else I'm doing like what I'm designing but like I will put on the most horrible thing American Horror Story I will like I've eaten up those seasons in in design designing people's costumes for their parties and shit you know (laughs) like
0: if if they only knew the what their garments were hearing Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Design. Seriously. It's like I made (laughs) you this butterfly costume that I came up with a concept for. And it's like while I'm like watching, you know, Lady Gaga eat somebody.
2: Um exactly.
1: Okay. So next thing that happened this week, and so we can stay topical, and that would be the Met Gala. Did you see pictures? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've looked at like things here and there. I didn't really watch like the e News coverage because I was just I have other things going on in my life. Um but I did look, look at a lot of pictures and everything. And so just like name, like three people that you were stunned by or that you were into or that you were just appalled.
0: So, you know, Jared Leto. Wore okay, that's that good one giant cat outfit, which Jared Leto is problematic. Carl Lagerfield, which is the theme. He's also mm-hmm. problematic. He was. like, Yes, yeah,
1: very problematic
0: yeah he became fat
1: phobic after he'd been
0: fat for years yes exactly and like anti-semitic and like all that stuff um but i was like jared leto what a problematic tribute to a problematic man i was just like that seems like (laughs) so on the nose for jared leto to be like make let me make myself the biggest most (laughs) noticeable person here in his giant cat costume
1: it is it, dressed as Choupette, you know, because that's the eleven-year-old cat who's <laughs> worth like billions and billions of dollars. Okay, it's whoever best. made that cot- cat costume, though, as coming from like a person who deals with like mascot costumes. The eyes on that were the most soulful eyes and I've ever seen in a mascot truly, costume ever.
0: <laughs> it looked like I was like, this looks like a real, like this looks very, you know, I lifelike. Like I, yeah, I was. It was it was so, it. so
1: well done. Um, one of the people I need to bring up and then I'm going to give you another person and that would be Cardi B
2: Oh four, yes.
1: four outfit changes. They're all killer. What a team and it's like the team like, yeah.
0: them together is amazing.
1: She's got the best people behind her. Like she shows up, she shows up in the white wig. Like she showed up like Karl Lagerfeld, but like the femme kind of thing with the Chanel roses on the dress and like the white collared shirt, the white hair, like, like him. Then she changes into that pink number. That's like Chanel pink, you know, with the big, like, like big, uh, rosette backpack. Then she had on the houndstooth
0: Houndstooth, um, dress. Yes.
1: Back with the back with the gray hair, (laughs) like
0: understands um, a theme like nobody does like a theme and executes it like Cardi B like she commits
1: she kills it like and the thing is is isn't like remember years ago when the whole. Cardi and Nikki and I don't want to bring this up just because the two women fighting but like they had their whole fight and everything and like but Nikki's whole thing was just like you come up into my culture and you start this you know blah 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 and had this whole thing and like now it feels like she's been like left in the dust when it comes to Cardi and like the whole you know the looks and when it comes to like the Met Gala oh oh, 100% because Cardi like
0: commits that's the thing she She commits she commits and she's not afraid to like do it and like
1: did you, you know. see the footage of her on the carpet and it was really cute and she was like okay now this time I'm just gonna do it like I, like pretend like I'm just walking okay you guys I'm just gonna be walking and then so she <laughs> she backs up and just starts walking with her head down they're like Cardi look up she was like I'm walking <laughs> I'm like- <laughs> <laughs> and then she came Sorry. back to the other thing it's just it's so funny <laughs>
0: I have, we have, um, I work for a law firm and we have like a women's initiative where we talk Mm -hmm. about like women in the legal field or whatever. And we were having this meeting and um, uh, the person running the meeting was like, I want everyone to go through. And these are like lawyers and paralegals and professionals. They're like, everyone go through and say like a woman that you admire. Mm -hmm. And this attorney goes Cardi B. And she's like, I really love that she owns where she came from. She owns who she is. She owns how she got to where she's at. And then she mm-hmm. does not care what people think. She's always herself. And I was like, there's no,
1: yeah, there's no secrets. Like it's funny when, when she got in trouble for the whole beating the woman up, she paid her. She just, okay, we're done. I want to put this behind me. I'm not going to fight you anymore. Like, she's just it's- like, get it done. We're moving on with life.
0: And she accepts responsibility for stuff and she's so goddamn funny. She's yeah. so funny.
1: And, and iconic moments, like the whole,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: hip hop, oh my God, like, like, what was and, for, for yes. Love of hip hop. Like, like that was oh. like, sh- like before we even knew who she was, like she was like a meme, you know? And
0: she was a meme before we even knew her. Like mm-hmm. That's how amazing she is. Yeah. No,
1: I love so her. good, though. So, so good. Okay. Who else are you looking at? Um,
0: well, you know that I have to like also represent my LGBTQ plus lady Janelle Monet.
1: Yes, and the Tom she Brown had
0: that like sphere.
1: Mm-hmm. She dress. was dressed like yeah. She was she was an, uh, she was dressed by Tom Brown, who because of that I went back onto his like page and like he dressed this Italian Australian Ata- Italian um Formula uh, Formula One driver. Oh, okay so hot. We'll talk about him in a minute, but anyways, so Janelle Monae, she's in the Tom Brown, but she was wearing you guys, basically her shape was very much like that of the mayor of (laughs) um, the nightmare before Christmas. Like that was her (laughs) shape. She was like shaped like a big bell. And so she came out and she, it was essentially, it was like a big hoop skirt that she was wearing and she had on like black panty and bra, but it was, that was the bottom layer. And, And it started off with like, layer of a coat it looked like she was wearing a coat that was like that and then when you saw like her dressers come and they like pull that around her and then it became like a shirt and a pair of pants and then they keep pulling the thing around and then all of a sudden like she's like naked and then she's like just they are like walking up the stairs and like owning everything
0: and that it's the way she owned it too and Mm. she was like so super cute I loved it
1: did you see that thing? That clip. I love how I'm like so Chris Farley right now. Like, did you see that one thing? <laughs> I mean, like, okay, remember so, time. like remember that time with you? That was really cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but Janelle, when there was a reporter and you know, like, and you know, they always sound obnoxious. And so like, and she was, always. and this reporter was like,
2: Janelle,
1: what does it feel like to be a black woman? <laughs> like, like, what does it feel like to be a black woman? And. Janelle goes well I'm non-binary pronouns are she they her yeah and you know and 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 she was like and I appreciate and love all black women (laughs) like and like I I was just like go Janelle like just own everything while you're standing there in your bra and
2: panties (laughs) I love it yes
1: then there's also footage of her later on that night at like gold bar just standing on the bar at like Diddy's party um like dancing, like in the brawn panties, like full on owning everything, owning the room, owning yourself. And she's like, and I, I've talked about her recently. Did we talk about her on the, um, the most recent movie that she was on on Netflix, and so I can't remember what it's called the now. The
0: Glass Onion.
1: The Glass Onion. We did,
0: Yeah,
1: okay. But like that movie, I was just like, This is a star. This is a movie star. Janelle I'm Monet sure. is a total movie star. And then you see her like this, and you're like, Janelle Monet is just a star star. She's just, She's just a just star. Anything she
0: does, always across
1: Oh, love. Okay, yes. I cannot be remiss. Somebody that we have to discuss, and he's it's my Pedro Pascal girl. Yep. in the yes and he was wearing valentino he had that red valentino coat the red shorts. valentino shirt did you see yep. he had he had the valentino uh, uh, v's on his nails yes like he went and got himself a little manny with the with the nail art the hair he slicked back like some of my friends are like i'm not sure if i feel it i'm okay with it i like that he's got versatility and options
0: yeah <laughs> i think it's fine and i think he was going for a certain look and it is very like fashion when like height of carl lagerfeld where it was like all mm-hmm. the structure and stuff so i got it, it. Was, i
1: liked it it was completely off the runway though like that's a that's an actual like 2023 yeah. 2024 valentino look that like complete with the shorts and it just fit this theme so perfect that valentino was like let's just pull this even though they yeah. probably made like but like i want that coat you and know, i like that coat i want that man that man <laughs> in
0: his Starbucks order, which would give me... Okay, what
1: is a Starbucks order? this is news. I did not know about this. Okay.
0: You haven't heard about this?
1: No. He
0: gets a quad Americano Uh in a venti cup with ice, and he gets six shots. Mm -hmm. This man gets six shots in his coffee. It's a quad Americano with six shots of espresso
1: that's it why he's like, he's he's probably like 14 years old and with all that coffee in him he looks that age
0: tom hangs from big yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god that's <laughs> like, a lot how is his heart okay horse.
0: could you imagine drinking that amount of caffeine
1: oh my gosh and like not only that but the thing is that must make him regular like a motherfucker like oh, what no, is I'm going on
0: that's probably why he looks good though because he's getting it out you know
1: maybe he's just like that he's just doing a, a flush every day with that i can't um he is what was it um he comes up every week on this show i'm okay with it oh, yeah, he's me too. he's my accessible like guy right now that i'm completely into oh there was the video of him and bella at the last of us um engagement Crying did you see, no, did you see the one where they're taking pictures and you can hear them? And he had his hand, you know how he always has his hand like here, like on his chest, you know, where he has it on his upper belly. And Bella like looks at him and she goes, why is your hand there? And he tells them, he's like, he's like, that's, you know, my anxiety. That's where I hold my, I have to hold my anxiety. It's there. And, And like bella looks at looks at him and like he looks back at them and they're just like they have this like little moment i'm like oh my god okay i am so in love with this man and it's so stupid i'm like i'm tiger beat magazine over this guy that
0: is i mean everyone is but like how could you not have you seen the unbearable weight of massive talent
1: i have not yet that's the one thing i'm saving because i've been watching i know i keep on like it's it's one of those things that that I know that I'm going to have to watch and like, actually like want to sit there and pay attention. It can't be a background movie for me. And so most of the stuff I'm doing right now is kind of like background. So
0: I saw it on on the queue. When I was going and I was with my daughter's going to Scotland Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put this movie on. And I wasn't really aware of who Pedro Pascal was at this time. It was before the last of us and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really watching the Mandalorian. And I put it on I was laughing so hard my seven-year-old daughter had to tell me to quiet down <laughs> and course I, I was crying and I, I the whole time I was like Pedro Pascal deserves an Oscar for this movie
2: and oh, then I, I of like up
0: I was like was he nominated for anything for this movie because he is so truly transcendent in this ridiculous film. Uh-huh. you have to see it he's so talented
1: I know and I think you told me this last time you were on like I really have to get into like this yeah. movie and the thing is is really? but like but I do watch something Pedro like once a week though that's the thing is yeah. like I find like all the old up of episodes of everything else that he's been doing and like I got to get into narcos I got to get yes. like there's different things and now that I have to like jump myself into but I just like I don't know. I appreciate him. He's my new fun one. Okay. Name take- somebody else from the Met Gala that you were like into or that you can think about. First thing okay, that comes we- to your head.
0: We have to talk about Lil Nas X.
1: Okay. Just- <laughs> <laughs> he really pulled a Doja Cat while Doja Cat was on the side there meowing. Yep. But, still. 100%. but like this, the silver, like he committed for the whole entire night. His he body did. Crazy. His I body is crazy that. right now.
0: Oh my gosh, it's insane. Truly, yeah. truly. I didn't understand how it was on theme.
1: He's Choupette. He was being the cat, but he was oh. being like a diamond version of like, like the like cat. A
0: diamond version of the cat. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: so that was okay. what it was. So like, because he kept on, he was going around going, meow, meow. Oh, and, like, yes, the whole yes, thing yes. was this okay. him and Doja were like sitting together and they were like doing Meowing their like, together. my goodness, these people. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like Gen Z, man. Their <laughs> celebrities <laughs> just. Show up in prosthetics and meow. <laughs> do
0: whatever they that, That's it. That's our future. These I love it. Are our
1: future. But here's the thing, though, too. It's just like we have a gay black boy. At the I, Met, Met Gala. Front and center. Completely mm-hmm. like just serving it up. Like, give us everything. Get Take yep. all the roses. Take all the stars. And Lil Nas X.
0: Do, yep. Do whatever you want.
1: He has broken through in such a massive way that like, who knew, who knew that like, yeah, that, that, that one single would have been like skyrocket and that, and he wasn't a one hit wonder either. That's the other thing too. Oh no, no, no. Very
0: talented.
1: Yeah. He's completely like, he's, he's etched himself in. Little Nas is somebody that we're going to see now grow up in front of us and hopefully he makes. Hopefully he makes good decisions, you know what I mean. But do understand that he's growing up. So like Miley Cyrus, he's gonna be doing some crazy shit pretty soon. We know he's yeah. it's around the corner. Like <laughs>
0: he's, he's gonna have those moments. Where oh, he's it's, it's coming. thick. Like it's gonna.
1: Have- <laughs> Something's gonna, you know, like I can just I can feel it. There's gonna be a, like a little scandal, and I hope it's just like a sex scandal. Like I want him to be like little Nas X was at. Folsom Street Fair, getting his ass whipped and ate. You know what I mean? Like no, that's the kind then, of scandals what, that's that scandals that I
2: want to see. Yeah, because then that's let's just like grace.
1: that's just gay fodder. Like that's just exactly. that's growing yeah. up. That's a Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Tuesday <laughs> in San Francisco. Yeah, let's
2: <laughs> grow up. It's a
1: <laughs> <for> real <laughs> right um,
0: passage.
1: I'm trying to think. Who else am I thinking of? My first name because I didn't because those are my those two people I wanted to talk about was was Cardi and and um Pedro, but. I would think that another person that i was like really like into this year um was like lizzo and she wasn't even like on yeah. the carpet that much but then you find out that she is actually the performer she was a special Met- gala performer this year yeah inside which we never get to see and i'm really mad because like the one year that they had madonna it looked amazing when they had like the big oh, religious yeah. thing they
0: don't, they don't show. And so i mean yeah. lizzo was like Could do anything in the like Lizzo is just the ultimate person. I feel for me,
1: I have just come to like completely appreciate her and like her entire vibe and everything that she's like out there doing is just like completely. I'm in. I'm completely locked Uh, and loaded.
0: Everything she does, I was like, you want to play a crystal flute? Very into this. Mm -hmm. Yes, whatever you want to hard launch on Instagram, into it, whatever you want.
1: So. We did see like Kim Petras there and a bunch of these other people yeah. like the Met Gala this year. The only thing was is like it was missing all of our um, trans girls of color. Oh like, yeah. Like where was MJ Rodriguez? Where was where was
0: it's MJ?
1: Yeah, like where where were where were the girls? Where was Laverne? Where were you yeah, know was where Laverne out there? no like where were the where were those dolls this year you know and i didn't even Uh, really see a lot of like the drag girls like you know usually you see like a violet tchotchke or like you know those types on there and i didn't really see any of that this year which is kind of like hmm you know and especially with with the year two that we've been having that we want to make sure that like our trans and our drag are so up front and center like where were they this year what like why weren't like i know some
0: people were like boycotting yeah because maybe that's what rose it is lagerfeld.
1: too. Yeah, maybe that's what it is because it is a little bit more like of a more of a controversial topic, and yeah. it seemed like some people too like Rihanna. Um, it was great <laughs> to like see like the return of Rihanna, and she had on like the big like rose thing, so she looked like a yeah. like a like a like a, like a big like flower like
0: like a big vulva. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then yeah. she like took that off, and then she just had on like a beautiful white dress when she had the yeah. little lagerfeld glasses on. So. That was cute and that was fun, but it didn't feel like a Rihanna moment that we usually get from the Met Gala.
0: I feel like Cardi B had that, like it was, yeah, you know, or like Janelle Monae, like, like they had like those real moments, yeah. That it was like this is something special.
1: One of the ones too, like Glenn Close, amazing coat, oh, amazing yes. coat. It was humongous that ice blue thing. So that Close. was really really beautiful. Um, and she like she looked fierce too. Like I love woman. to see an
0: woman, like, killing it on the red carpet and going after the stuff.
1: Well preserved. You guys, if you guys want a wholesome follow on Instagram, follow Glenn Close. Glenn Close has one of, like, the nicest, And like, I follow a lot of our female in their prime Hollywood stars. Like, I am really famous for reposting Martha Stewart whenever she has a moment. Because Martha Stewart (laughs) is doing, like, thirst traps. Martha Stewart just... randomly like will post a picture of her cat and be like, My dogs ate my cat today. And like and you're just like, Okay, Martha. Like she has like traumatic right. posts sometimes and sometimes they're just great. But like Martha is an unhinged one. But like um Candace Bergen, that's another I was one. gonna say
0: Candace Bergen yeah. Bergen bags.
1: Bergen bags, yeah. Bergen she-
0: bags, yep. I follow the Bergen has,
1: bags account. She's painting forty thousand dollar bags. That with, is so- like 10-
0: paint <laughs> it's like <laughs> yes it's like acrylic paint and it is not I love you Candace Bergen I love you so much when I was in the fourth grade everyone um who read a certain amount of books got to send a letter to their like favorite celebrity so
2: uh-huh. that the celebrity
0: would send an autographed picture back and everyone Amazing. was just Jonathan Taylor Thomas and like um Tiffany Amber and, and I swear to you in the fourth grade I wrote my letter to Candace Bergen
1: Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Murphy Brown.
0: Murphy <laughs> Brown. <laughs> and I did. I got back an autographed picture of Candace Bergen, And I love her. Oh, her amazing.
1: Oh, my God. Her that painting. had to, like, yeah, her painting is terrible. But, yeah.
2: Terrible.
1: Yeah, but, like, that's the thing is I follow, like, a lot of the women in their prime. Okay. Right. Two stories look like that you just, like, okay, we're going to sidetrack here. We are unhinged. This is our midnight stack version <laughs> of Unvengeable because we are recording this late at night, guys. Yeah. Um, Okay. So two things that you reminded me of one about getting a letter back from a celebrity and the other one is about an art project. Okay. So the getting a letter back from a celebrity and it wasn't even a real celebrity. Okay. So I grew up very much in the church, uh, in like middle school and high school, I was going to Christian youth camp every summer. I was every Wednesday and Sunday and, you know, we were, On the other nights of the week, we were cleaning people's houses and stuff for youth bucks and all that kind of thing. Like, we were just, like, we were completely, like, sold out into, like, the Christian um, whole thing. And so we – there was this band called Out of Eden, which was, like – yeah. So yeah. out of Eden, you know, they had like they they did the Bill Withers song, Lovely Day, yep. and they had like some yep. other like hits and some stuff that I still will like sing. Like, like they were like a great like trio. It was like a sister trio. Right. Yeah. And um, I wrote a letter to out of Eden. And, I, <laughs> and here's the thing. I completely forgot that I wrote it. Right. Like I just like wrote a letter to them like on a whim and just kind of like sent it. And it was just it. And then I got a real letter back from the band, handwritten, like, yeah, like a whole page letter about, you know, thanks so much, blah, 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 blah. And I remember like when I like opened, I remember like I went out into my parents' garage, like where the mail slot is. And I like got the mail and like there was one letter addressed to me. And I was like, who is this? And then I see it was like Joy, whatever her last name was, Joy Kimmy, Joy Kinney, I think was her name. And I was like, Joy (laughs) Kinney, why do I know Joy Kinney? And then I remember I started shaking. I was like, "It's out of Eden, it's <laughs> Eden." Like and I was like, I like completely freaked out. And it was like, now I think about it, I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, who who is this girl now these days? You know what I mean? Like,
0: like in your mind, that's so that's probably the only fan letter that they got in the entirety of the band's existence. So I oh. think it's very sweet. They're, they're still
1: from- successful. Like they're still because the thing is, Christians will still buy albums. You know they what do. I mean? They are so, powerful. Christian- Yeah, Christians and country people will still buy a CD. Like, that's the reason why they still have them out there. And like, the
0: borders, they will find the last standing borders, books, and music, and they will buy that CD.
1: Oh, I was actually at a Barnes and Noble in Ohio recently, and they had a little music section, and it was like, Whoever was running the music section at the Youngstown, Ohio, Barnes and Noble, and I'm so calling that out because I know I have I have a lot of listeners in Ohio, so I know people who back home listen to me. Because when I look at like my little chart statistics, oh, you can oh, see, yeah, 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 Ohio and and Pennsylvania yeah. are like big, big, big markets for me. Ooh. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, but whoever is at the Barnes and Noble in Youngstown, Ohio, in Boardman, Ohio, more specifically in the suburbs, I commend you because. <laughs> You are gay and you are living your existence. <laughs> that whole music wall was Britney Spears and yes. whatnot. Like it was just this whole, like, and when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, who is this queer and where are they? I want to be their where friend.
0: Just yes. the last bastion.
1: <laughs> I, I'm now going to find that as I'm talking. Okay. So Amazing. I, I'm as I'm looking for that picture, the other story I just reminded myself of when you were saying like, the whole thing about you guys had this classroom thing. And it was heavily closeted art project that i did okay so i was in this art class and we were working on um grading gradients of color you know what i mean yeah. and like adding yeah, yeah. adding black adding white you know what i mean and like that kind yeah. of thing. and then using two different colors and so you had to use two complementary colors and you had to two two different like uh what's it called Um, palettes for them but instead of just making like circles or dots or something like that you had to use a sports figure right oh my god and you had to cut out like their silhouette and then you had to use their silhouette and then you had to do that like five times and then do these different and then do the gradients okay so all these guys so they like this teacher like brings out and they're like okay so you need to take one and it wasn't sports people but they were like you need to take one image of a figure and from the magazines and we were the last group during the day to do this project in this art Mm -hmm. class and so all like the vogues and harper's Bazaar and people magazines were all cut to hell and they were on the thing the last bin left was sports illustrated oh and
2: my really, God.
1: as this gay child <laughs> knew nothing about sports like what is, what is what am I gonna do with this and like <laughs> and then I was so afraid that if I would have got like a football team I would have got like the bad football team like, I do not know it was a good football team versus a bad football team
2: that's a concern you know?
1: or like which players are good and which players yeah. are bad so I just was like completely frozen like didn't know like what decision I was going to make so then inside of these sports illustrated I found a picture of Greg Louganis diving (laughs) okay and what okay and then I found somebody else that was even gayer than Greg Louganis and I will give you two guesses okay gayer than Greg Louganis that I ended up taking an image of because. The image is iconic.
0: Is it Tara Lipinski?
1: No, but you're close. Wow, you're close.
0: Was it, is it um, Michelle Kwan?
1: No, it was Tanya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to get an image too of like the person in action. So it's like Greg Louganis, like diving, right? So you get like a leg and an arm and that kind of thing. The picture I chose of Tanya Harding to draw as this outline. We are completely off topic today, but we're just going there. <laughs> The, the picture that I chose to draw was a picture of her with her skate up on the judge's table, you know, when her when her lace broke. And oh, so yes. she had one foot on the floor, one foot on the judge's table, and like her, her hand in her arm. So I used that image, this image of her with this flexed sickle foot, you know what I mean? <laughs> like in the That's air, amazing. it wasn't even a beautiful amazing. skater moment, but that was my piece of art. So, like, all these kids and all these other, you know, all, everybody else inside of, like, this art class, they all have basketball players and football players. And one nerdy kid had, like, a golfer. And then there's me with Greg Louganis and Tanya Harding. Truly,
2: truly the gayest combination.
1: <laughs> like, it was just, like, and I just, I'd like, think, like, what were my parents thinking at that time? I mean, your or,
0: teacher definitely knew.
1: Okay, wait. Girl, I didn't even realize how gay this was. I did take a picture of, yeah, they- yes, I do. Okay. So, and I'm going to post this with the, I don't, I can't see myself right now. Um.
0: Oh my God. This is amazing. Okay. It's so, so very gay. Pretty- so
1: anyways, it is, I'm going to post this when I post the episode. I love it. The albums that they put up here are Britney Spears, her whole catalog, right? It's Britney. It's oh, the Britney, best yeah. of Britney. It's Toxic. It's, it's Baby One More Time. They put all of her albums on the bottom. Then the second level is Adam Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Bush, which is like yep. old school, like Gavin Rosdale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Lana Del Rey.
0: Oh, my God. It's like a sad gay man.
1: Yeah, who is this boy? Is he? Do you need a hug? Next time I'm help? home, maybe I'll <laughs> give you a hug. I think that's the Carpenters.
0: Oh my God! Reach Ever, out
1: to us. Everclear, De La Soul. Okay. La Soul. And then they—it looks like somebody must have put something else back because there's one Nickelback. There's one album there's no there <laughs> that feels very Ohio. Okay, so that was, <laughs> but that was my we trip in Barnes and Nickelback. Noble. Oh God, in ohio oh my god that's so funny but yeah it was manager
0: forced him he's like gary Mm -hmm. you have to put a nickelback album out there okay it's ohio
1: (laughs) he really was and he was like just put it in the middle and they won't notice all the britney (laughs)
0: exactly (laughs) fine todd give them
1: one thing okay (laughs) let's move on from our met gala discussion because we're not really i'm not really that much of a fashionista okay let's get into the bravo of it all before we get into Vanderpump, we did have a Real Housewives of OC trailer. Orange County has now released a trailer. Yep. Are you an OC girl? Do you watch that? Are you into them?
0: So I'm from Orange County. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, it was the first one. So, yes, the last few seasons have been bad. Mm-hmm. So it's been hard. Like, I'll dip in and out. Oh, I just said, I just said, dipped out. We, we got to <laughs> talk about that. Um, so will you know, I'll come in and out cause I don't want to be on an island. I don't want to not know mm-hmm. like, a, you know, I want to be a, kept abreast of the info, but I cannot commit to sitting down and watching a whole episode.
1: That's how I feel. So the thing is, usually with OC, I'll check in for the first couple of weeks and yep. then like, and then it's like, I've had enough. I got yep. it. I'm good. And then, and then I'll check in maybe like once or twice. And then it's like, and then I'll watch reunion. And I get everything 100%. I need from the from the series. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of doing that lately with Jersey.
0: It's hard there. I'm am t- over the
1: fighting. I'm, I'm over, over it. Over, it's I'm much. over it. And the well, thing want, is, yeah, go say. What I you're want saying.
0: new, fresh fights. I'm over yeah. this fight. I don't care. I can't see it anymore.
1: Yeah, and so like as we bounce around here in this whole Bravo thing, like, and I think that way about Atlanta as well. Yes. I kind of would like them to do a scrape of Atlanta and yeah, maybe yeah, give us and give us a spin-off of our OCs. So let's throw Sheree and Cynthia and all them yeah. on some on some girls trips with just exactly. like with just like the Atlanta girls. We get okay. enough candy with the escape and SWV show which is fantastic.
0: Fantastic.
1: But like Atlanta isn't hitting for me the way that it used to and this new cast is great but it's like I want Atlanta to be funny
0: funny that's that's exactly what I was going to say is they used to be so funny like Portia
1: and Nini and like Sheree, and everybody like and it It feels like yeah and it feels like we're so like Sharae's so conscious of herself and like yes and all and like all the chances that we've given Sheree, like to get her line out there, and people want it like, people are physically giving her money and she's refunding them back because she doesn't have the product. Like, the supply is the demand is there. Supply it,
0: like, supply it, like, just do it. Like, people will do it, and they're not buying it because it's the highest quality product out there. They're buying it
1: because it has your name on it. Exactly. That's the kitchen,
0: so, like, whatever you can get out, just get it out.
1: Yeah, go to I Kirkland. want I want to wear yeah. some Shiba charade on a Sunday around oh San Diego. God, so I want
0: some joggers. Yeah. We could just hit up if we could go to Hillcrest in, in our charade Spring Summer joggers.
1: Yeah. I will eat a flight of pancakes from Snooze in my Shiba yes. Shere joggers. <laughs> like uh, I think yes. that is completely appropriate with and a bloody I mary.
0: <laughs> proudly tell people.
1: Yeah. But like so there's that. So like Atlanta they dropped their trailer. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. The OC trailer is giving me a little bit of what we want, but what scares me about the OC trailer is that they relied on that gimmick that 1950s housewife thing in the beginning oh. of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like why don't we have enough to fill this trailer with with yes. some with, with some fireworks. Exactly. Why are we doing this? And then you brought back Taylor, and she throws a napkiner in some girl's face, and I want to see more of that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like, like I want that. I want table. F- like that's the thing. I want that old like the tres amigas. Mm-hmm. Like I want. Well, that that's to the thing. Us. Is is
1: as much as like we have our problematic women that lot oh, that we re- that we have in the housewives universe, and I think we have problematic women in our lives and so i will completely be okay with having one or two on our shows if they're going to give us good tv like i think ramona singer still needs to be back on tv like and the thing is is and she's right now content but you can kind of i've been listening to her interviews lately you know and like
0: talk about unhinged mm -hmm. she she truly is just when she put Teresa. Her wedding invitation online on Instagram.
1: Look with how beautiful lo- this is. You guys are just gonna be sick. This is so beautiful. Like,
0: <laughs> with the date and the location <laughs> and the, of
1: wedding the wedding.
0: website,
1: just like everything. <laughs> she gave away the whole farm.
0: I was like, this is this is wild. This is what we want. This is why we want these unhinged women because it's not just great TV, it, it's as well, we start to, like, have Bravo cons and stuff and get to know each other, there's now, like, this cross-section of behind-the-scenes drama that we get to see play out.
1: Well, you're seeing, though, they were fine with that. And the reason why Ramona didn't go to the wedding. So, Ramona was recently on Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. And it's a great interview. Um, and Heather
2: i ac-
1: Yeah. And I accidentally signed up for Heather McDonald's $5 level recently. So, I have, like, her for, like, one month. Heather- so, I've been, like... Yeah, on her her Patreon. And so there's a lot of good stuff on there. And there's the rest of the interview with Ramona. And when she talks about it, that her and Teresa are in a great place, that Teresa actually, um, the reason why she didn't go to the wedding at the end of the day, because after all of that, she put the invitation out there. She didn't go to the wedding because it was being filmed. So she was like, I'm not doing that right now. So it was the reason why I didn't attend the wedding this year. And so- And that's the thing is is that every single other thing that would that people have been doing lately that have been being filmed for their for shows so like luann did something that was being filmed you know for the her and sonia's show that's coming
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ramona has not been going. And so she's saving herself up. I think it's a smart business move.
0: It is a smart business. Because move, it's yes. like
1: I'm going to leave them wanting more. So when I actually do come back, I'm not free. They're going to pay my top dollar. And the other thing that she's been saying too in all these interviews is like, I don't need this anymore. She was like, yeah. the reason why she doesn't do truth, faith jewelry, or she doesn't do Ageless Beauty is that it was taking up too much of her time. And she was like, I've saved money. I have homes. How much is is too much. How much more do you guys want me to have? What do I need? So when I want it, I'll go get it. But right now, I don't need that money. I don't need the Ramona P- Pino Grigio money. I don't need this and that. I have my money. You know, she she says I'll sell a house if I'm feeling like I need to do something with you know with you know to make some money. But that's it. But the stuff that's coming out of her and Avery's podcast Turtle Time. That's unhinged because Avery is constantly trying to get her mother in line, and you know that Ramona is just a like a like she's a bottle rocket. Yeah, she's she's meant she's Mentos in the Diet Coke. She is Is not. You're not gonna like hold her back. Yes,
2: she Um,
1: is. Back into OC though. Okay, Taylor Armstrong. She's back. From the, and we are, is this, this is our first housewife that is fully.
0: A full success, like a, that, like a transition.
1: Transition from one city to another. So mm-hmm. she went from, so Taylor Armstrong guys, this is your housewife's history for you guys who are still with us as we talk Bravo, as we get into this. <laughs> um, Cause I know some of you guys are like, Oh, I can't listen to the Bravo. But anyways, so, but I know that some of you guys do like when I explain this, so this is for you ish. And the other people who tell me that they like this. Okay. So. Taylor Armstrong was in the first three seasons of Beverly Hills housewives. Taylor Armstrong in those seasons was she had some good moments, but most of her moments were pretty harsh and horrible. And in between season two and three of when she was there, her husband that had been abusing her behind the scenes, both physical, mental and every who knows whatever, um, he had all kinds of money issues and he ended up um taking him you know unending his life so basically um so trigger warning but so in those original like seasons and you know that when we saw taylor back then and she was a broken bird and then she was gone and like they, you know, her story got so dark and Beverly Hills just, you know, it was when they were doing a lot of shakeups and that, that you know, usually between that third and fourth year is that we're going to cut people that we don't need anymore. We got to let, let things go. And this story was so dark. And now she's remarried. She lives in Cota de Casa. She's down in, in the OC now. She's mm-hmm. uh, her daughter is older and like you know it was, and so now she's kind of got the carte blanche and now she's a friend of this season
0: yep she's she's there
1: what are you thinking
0: excited because you know i never thought that taylor was like very compelling in her own right mm-hmm. but i thought she was a great catalyst for things happening like mm-hmm. she was a little bit of um like a sneaky from the side producer So she would bring stuff up and, but Mm -hmm. she didn't do it in like Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump, you know, do things in like this very obvious way where it's like they're trying to produce. Uh Taylor, you never got that, but she was in the mix and she was stirring things up and she was repeating things. And so she really was like, you know, the um, lightning rod for a lot of big arguments and things like that.
1: If you're not going to be my friend, I just ask you, don't be my enemy. Exactly. And then, <laughs> enough. Yes.
0: Enough. At and the, so- it,
1: that's one of the best parts. Okay, so what she's talking about from Enough, guys, this is a meme that you've seen of Taylor Armstrong with her hands out and saying enough. And that is from the dinner party from hell with the Allison Dubois psychic that is a must watch Beverly Hills episode that if you are going to watch Beverly Hills, that's you just go there, watch it. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. He will never emotionally fulfill you.
1: But the thing is that, so yeah, so she's been a catalyst for a lot of that. My thoughts with Taylor though, is that we've never seen Taylor off leash. Yes, she has right. always had a, she had a literal ball and chain from that yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And so there was, you know, you, she had all all the stuff that she was hiding and all that darkness and everything yep. else, you know, in the original seasons, that darkness that she that was put on her, that somebody she was a victim in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, so Taylor, we're not going to blame a victim here and all that sort of a thing. But, you know, she was a good housewife. She was great. She was a catalyst. She, she knew what she was doing, like when it was coming, like to making TV. But yeah. at the same time. She had a huge weight attached to her. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see because there was a little spark of something in that Ultimate Girls trip when she was at Bluestone Manor.
2: Yes, yeah. Yeah.
1: There was a little something there. And so it's interesting to see like, what is she gonna give us here in the OC? So that's interesting. And then Vicky's back. Which I think we need, a Vicky, and this is where I was talking about the Ramona thing, and I got completely sidetracked. Was that our problematic housewives who don't necessarily have the same political views as us, or vaccination views as us, and whatnot,
0: or LGBTQ plus views as us?
1: But Vicky's a force multiplier. She
0: exact a hundred percent, a hundred percent.
1: She's a middle. She's a she's a middle for people, and the thing is, is in. Uh, and everybody who's ever met Vicky, they're always like, she's awesome in real life. They love her. That's, everybody loves her.
0: I did a deep dive and I read a very long article about these people that went to one of her um, Kodo Insurance, uh, like vacays uh-huh. in Mexico.
1: Yes, at Andalays. And 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 and
0: yep. And she they said that she is delightful. She truly shows up for everything she talks to you she hangs out she wants to she'll, she'll get on her phone and talk to you about insurance and that she truly is just like this is who she is but she is very sweet and dialed in and just an unhinged woman of course but mm-hmm. she's there and she's like she's she's keyed in
1: she's got a real business too that's another thing too yeah. is that a lot of these women have these fake things like we're going to transition here into the jersey of it all like Melissa oh, Gorga God. over at envy Oh Which God, is like, is ridiculous. that a real business? Okay. So not to get stuck in the weeds of Jersey because we need to get into Vanderpump rules and we're gonna be like an hour and a half here at the point at this point. <laughs> but like, um, Jersey, like we said it earlier, we're kind of tired of this back and forth between Melissa and Teresa. I'm still feeling like, my thoughts are Melissa and Joe have brought this on themselves. With Louie and Teresa not wanting them there anymore is because you can't do anything to make it right. Teresa has now said, Will you be in the wedding? No. Well then will you? I mean, like everything that she has now like you you complain because it's this way. And now that I give it, I give in and I say here, do it, then you say no. So then what are we doing here? So you just want to complain to complain.
0: Yes, they are truly miserable and they do not want, they want to keep forcing Teresa into these places where she looks like a bad guy. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. They wanted, they wanted their narrative to be, she's bad. She didn't involve us in the wedding. So when she does these things and says like, okay, well, I want you to be a part of it. Then they're like, oh, well, it's too late. But it's like, it's not really that it's too late. It's because this would ruin what you wanted to be your narrative. Mm -hmm. so you want to keep saying she didn't have us in the wedding she didn't have us in the wedding well she did she asked you then Louis asked melissa's mom that you know like all sorts of these things and like we can go into like the it's your fucking wedding have whoever you want into it of it all Mm -hmm. like if they're just trying to make it about them like if you truly loved your sister it would be like hey it makes me sad that you don't want me like to be in the wedding but you're my sister and i love you and i'll support you
1: Well, like, most of Gorgas' parents haven't really been, like, most of Gorgas' parents haven't really been, like, a character, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, like a major character. And then all of a sudden, it's like, this is how they are. And now Joe has, you know, the grandma bringing the car over for, for, for their daughter's, you know, 17th birthday and all this kind of thing. So now it's, like, this whole thing, you know, she's, like, you know, the mother who we need to blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, Joe, call it what it is, you're upset because... Like the um, you're not number one guy anymore. You're Louis, not
0: the one number one guy.
1: Louis is going to be the number one guy, and it's just what it is. But you're still there, so just deal. Just like it's your deal.
0: sister. They did the whole thing where they talked about how Louis and um, Teresa invited them on a vacation,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: it wasn't being filmed. It was over the summer. It was when they weren't filming, and they said no.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when it came to the wedding stuff, it was like, oh, that's going to get filmed.
2: So, so that's what they want to be
0: a part of. And she's like, well, I, I get that. Like, why the fuck am I going to put you in my wedding? I asked you to come to my, on my birthday trip, but it wasn't during filming. And you, so you guys said no.
1: Yeah. Which, and that's you know? the thing is, it's like go on the non-birthday trip. So this way you can rebuild some real relationship.
0: Exactly. That's, if that's it's not really, all for the thing. Yes, exactly. And like the way that Joe Gorga escalates, and bangs on tables.
1: It's too quick.
0: It's too quick. It's like, it's what's, you know, like I get that you want a storyline and I get that you want the attention and it's like feeding that beast. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's too much. It's like, ugh, I'm so over it.
1: Yeah. Well, like the. um. Oh, my God, I just lost my. Oh, the phone call when. Teresa is driving you guys in this, this episode, this most recent episode, Teresa is driving with her daughter, with her daughters in the car. And Louie is like, okay, so we're going to have this uh little, it's, it's like a little wedding cocktail thing that they're, what they're planning or whatever. And, or is it a movie thing? But anyways, they're yeah. yeah so they're planning at the, you know, so we're going to invite, you know, Jennifer plus one, you know, Margaret plus one blah blah blah, but we're not gonna invite Joe and Melissa. And then Teresa takes the phone off of speaker, or she tries to, and she goes, We're 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 with the cameras, and he goes, Oh, and it's just like
0: <laughs> they and, really did her dirty with that, they uh, really did her dirty,
1: but at the same time, I almost wonder like Louie knows. So, like, is he kind of doing that just to poke the bear a little bit because of all this bullshit that Melissa and Joe have been? And so it's just like, let's do this thing.
0: But it is wild because everything I wouldn't want them at my wedding either at this point or at any party, because everything becomes about Joe and Melissa. Like when Teresa was giving her speech, like then Joe didn't come to the engagement party. Right. Or the birthday party or whatever.
1: It was the engagement. Yeah. The housewarming.
0: That I, yeah the housewarming and then he just didn't come and it's like he's making a statement is this is about me because i'm not important enough to you i'm going to remove myself from your presence and then melissa goes and Teresa makes like a really big nice speech which and says something totally normal that I. you think guys are
1: my point. chosen family and that you know you guys like and i've said that to like people around and the thing is isn't like yes. that's just what you because these that's who you are close with and like
0: And then Melissa starts crying and makes it about herself. And then so Margaret follows her and it's like, oh my God, that's terrible. She shouldn't have said that. We're the real family. Well, and it's like, Melissa, you're here. So she's talking about you too. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean?
1: Do you know what's going to happen? Okay. So, and I heard this earlier on a podcast I was listening to and it got me into thinking. And I think this is where it's going to go. So on Carlos King, on his reality with the King podcast, oh, yes, 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 yes. He, had, he, had, he had David Yontiff on today. Um, who's okay. from, yeah, behind the, behind the velvet Road podcast. Yes. So the two yes. of them were on talking and David is actually really tapped into the Jersey people. Cause he lives in Jersey. He's from Franklin. And yes. so him and Margaret are like really good friends or they were, but, and as they were talking about this and the way for Teresa and Melissa to even get on the same footing. Cause it's not going to be the same. It's not going to get better. What they've been now saying, even Andy tonight on watch what happens. He's like, he's like, he's like I don't think it's it's happening. Like the two of them are not getting it back together. It's going to be a versus Margaret is what's going to happen is oh. that that Margaret has put this thing out there about Melissa in the backseat, kissing this guy but Margaret also like how you just mentioned that at the house at the housewarming um engagement party, every party has double meanings. It always has to have like two things for a party. Like it's today always... Yeah, my my kid shit shit the bed and you know, we got new shoes. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's our yes, party exactly, today. exactly. Always combo parties, but like, so at this combo party, when she says all this and Margaret is the first one that goes up to listens. like I, you know, that she said that, you know, so she does, Margaret does kind of, she's a little gnat in both of their ears. 100%. And so that's where the season is. That's next year. And David have said this, and it makes me think, and it's like next year is going to be the demise of, of Margaret. She's too big for her britches and all the women are starting to hate her.
0: Yes. And it, so
1: it's going to be a takedown.
0: And the way that she's treating Danielle, mm-hmm. I absolutely hate it.
1: Yeah. Cause Danielle is like, Danielle's melodramatic and it's just kind of like, okay, we, we get the whole thing with your brother. And the thing is, he's not here on the show. So like, let's uh, yeah. like the editors, let's, let's, let's move on with this. You know what I mean? But, um, it's just Margaret, it's getting sweaty. It's getting Dorinda. It's getting, and yes, it's getting Siggy Flicker. It's, it's for sure. It's, it's getting that energy of like, it's Jill Zarin that you oh God, that yes. you are so high on your own supply that we are all sick of it. And, sick so, of it. and like, yeah, all
0: of your jokes and everything that you said, you're always rich it up, and like, you're always like, oh, like, I have an arsenal. And it's like, you do. Mm-hmm. It's like, the lady doth protest too much. And like, with Margaret, I'm also just like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't. Well,
1: she's- the same girl that we met with the pigtails she's got yeah. a completely she's different not- head now she's had a head exactly. transplant she's yes, like that lady exactly. from like return to oz and she like takes the head off and she puts a new oh head God. on
0: i think that's, about that that's Margaret. So say it. that i think about that at least once a week it's so yeah, weird it's, that you say that
1: i do it's, it's called traumatic it was childhood yep, tra- right. <laughs> like yep, it was a whole thing okay I
0: mean-
1: before we end today because this is this is like another one of these maxi episodes yeah, and so, so i appreciate sorry. you so much burn Mac, for doing this no i appreciate you for coming on and talking because i can be sitting we can sit here for three hours but i know that exactly. i do have to get about it at some point it is okay yeah. vanderpump rules you guys is doing such a good job this season i thought the show was done i was telling everybody put a fork in it yep. it would have been a solid season already because it's it's good, they're good episodes, yes. but the fact that we have to watch it at two with two different things going on in our minds now, the last time you and I sat down and talked about the show, we didn't know about the scandal that was coming that was looming, and now that we know that tam Sandoval had a seven month relationship with Rachel Raquel, like now the whole we're we're watching them. They're having the the relationship behind the scenes in real time as we're watching the episodes now, and everything is
0: cringe. And for people that say that they like that reality TV is dumb or that they don't understand Bravo or that you shouldn't be watching it, like this is true cinema verite.
1: This <laughs> really? is
0: true art. You are watching it, and you are seeing these people pretending to live this life knowing that they are lying and they, all of it is like, I can tell you that like the last season of Vanderpump, I, it was a, I watched it while I did my laundry, you know, Mm -hmm. this season I am engrossed. I am like, you know, calling people after I am texting. I am just sitting there watching like leaned in i cannot even eat or drink i am like a psycho watching this because <laughs> you're looking at every interaction and then you're screaming you're screaming at the television you're like it's so wild to like well, have like, this information
1: and it's like we knew that the first episodes that were coming out were not edited by bravo because like all the pr people and all the you know all the people who were reviewing get the screeners they had like two or three episodes into the future and they were watching and they were like, this is getting wild because it was like the things, the juxtaposition of what Rachel is saying compared to what is actually happening in the action. And then now that we know, because if Raquel slash Rachel would not have participated in this huge scandal of sleeping with somebody who was her best friend's boyfriend for seven months it wasn't a one time just get it over with kind of moment it was they had been consistently having this 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 affair that had been going on behind his 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 wife's back essentially and what we if if we didn't know that that had happened and if we were just watching this season lala would be the biggest bully
0: and
1: she, Raquel Rachel would be a hero yeah like she, she would the way that she's talking is that she wants like how this in this episode when she's like I want to be a stand-up person for girls and, and women model, and a role model which when, when, t- when she says I don't I don't want my parents to uh wait wait I wrote it down Rachel saying in confessional that her parents don't have to worry about her reputation. And then I wrote mess, period.
0: Oh, but like, how do you say that? How do you say that Knowing that you're doing this, because like, you have to just be such a narcissist. And Sociopathic your mind, like, I'm behavior. Like, I'm never getting caught. But then how do you think it's going to happen? Like, you're still not going to look like a good person if you, if, you know, even if Ariana and Sandoval broke up and you started dating a couple months later. People would still hate you. They'd be like, yeah. no, you can't do that. The fact, and I want to tell you that um, I am like judging my fashion choices now because that scene where Tom, the trailer leaked for the season mm-hmm. finale and they have this scene with Tom and, R- and Rachel where they're together. Uh, the sweater that Rachel is wearing, I own that sweater.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> so,
0: and then also I have this skirt that I really love. That Olivia Wilde also owns
1: oh I love that though that means you're like on a good track like you're you're in the stores
0: <laughs> or is it only cheaters like do I have a cheating person's wardrobe
1: I don't know well like the thing is it's pissing me off too is is that like you know I I paint my nails you know what I mean like my, my-
0: the white nail polish is ruined
1: I know I want to white out my nails so bad right now too. And like the thing that he did that. So now it's like, okay, so I guess I'll do like a pastel pink. Like right now my toes are like Barbie pastel pink, but Uh like, and I haven't done that on my hands. Like they're like glitter hanging on by the, like. it's like like one piece of glitter on each nail right now. It's really really bad. But like, yeah, I can't do like the white out nails. No Um, no
0: lightning bolts are out. uh, No more lightning bolts.
1: Yeah, seriously. Okay, I have here. Okay, so at the beginning of the episode, I just kind of have like my little notes here. When Lala recaps, like so when Lala has like her so, whole recap is, and they start rewinding. True the ta-
0: detective. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and so they're like, so like, you know, rewinds and they were making sandwiches at Villa Rosa. So with Katie, where Ken drops the biggest bomb. And it was like, okay, who told Ken? Who told Ken in the back who room? Go, go say this. Lisa
0: was like, come in and say this.
1: Yeah, Lisa knew somebody. Somebody told Ken because why would he be like, "Did you hear that?" <laughs> like right
0: in front of Katie and 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 him, for him to come in and say like, "I can't believe that," and then recap the whole story to the person who had told him the story mm-hmm. in front of someone else. I was like, "Okay, well, this is okay." Ken
1: Ken gets three lines a year, and this year he got a good one. Like he's had he's had by Kyle. Bye, Kyle. He's had, I'll knock a spark out. Like when he oh, says yeah. that, James, that's one of my favorite things. I'll knock your spark out. That's one of my favorite things. But like he gets he gets like he gets like one good thing in there every year. And this year he like came over and it was just like a little kid with a cookie. Like it's almost like those TikTok moms, like when they're like, Okay, say this, and then you'll get a cookie. And, like, and
0: then go, so- yep. And then he takes a dog and just leaves.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Ken comes in, he's like, Did you hear? That Rachel stayed the it. yeah that Rachel stayed the night over Tom's house while his wife is out of town, and the fact but then the thing is is, but with him saying it like that, it's like, okay, that is old school. Like, like that's something my dad would say. You know what I mean? Like, could you believe so and so was staying over there with her mm. wife was out of town? Yeah, that's something my dad would would say. You know. Yeah. And it's like
0: Katie's face, and she's eating that sandwich and processing this information
1: is <laughs> okay, can you please explain to me though too? is like how many episodes of Emily in Paris did Katie watch
0: every
1: I'm talking about the beret. <laughs> the beret. I'm talking beret. about the outfit that she was wearing over there to make sandwiches. She's always like in a little like you yes. know like. Like, she went to anthropology and was like, I will take one of every dress please exactly. and it doesn't matter if it fits it could be too big for me because this is falling off my shoulders because like yes it and, and Kate and Katie's looking great too I think she's looking she's beautiful looking her amazing. eyebrows are finally together she's yes, wearing the amazing. darker lip
0: and that outfit on watch what happens live that sheer skirt
1: mhm- yeah Maybe. so she's she's pulling she's some good it. things but like on the show this season it was like she, like, saw things on Emily in Paris, and she was like, I can pull that off. And it was like, you're not That's supposed life. to wear that in L.A. In L.A. <laughs> it's
2: in like the heat. A,
1: but it's just like, yeah. Like, but yeah Why but you that
2: have a beret
1: on? The wicker beret. Well, she'll never live that down. I held Good. a whole thing with the wicker oh, berets. But,
2: <laughs> but, yeah.
1: So they're making sandwiches. And we have Lala. She, she rewinds a little bit more. And then they get over to the taste test at TomTom. Or... or at uh at sir sir yeah where raquel's an hour and a half late okay number one okay it's production that's why we're not that's why we're waiting for raquel because like the food is on the back but the thing is if you're doing a tasting like one o'clock we say our tasting that chef has 120 that food is ready to go down
0: exactly you're not and it's not good, not fresh. You're not keeping it like in a chafing dish under a heating lamp.
1: So like what a bitch. But at the same time, like the fact that they all kept calling, like but Lisa Vanderpump said she showed up looking like a bag of shit.
0: Bag of <laughs> shit. Yeah, I heard you look like a bag of shit.
1: Everybody. So yeah, I heard you look like a bag <laughs> of shit. Yeah, I did.
0: But I uh, every time somebody said that I was like, yes, because she is a bag of shit. So it's, like, some sort of, like, vindication of, like, we are seeing on the outside what is on the inside. We, a all,
1: we we all make mistakes and everything, but it's, like, it would be one thing if you were making a mistake and just being hidden and behind the scenes and not making these declarations of being such a good person that is a good friend and all, you know what I mean? Like, when, if she wasn't making these declarations, I would be, like, okay, she did something shitty. Let's let her come back from it. But it's like, it's one thing after the next of cringe.
0: (laughs) But if she wasn't like, you know, Ariana is like comforting her and standing Mm -hmm. up for her and telling her. And then when Ariana was in the thing, she was like, I love her and I trust her.
2: Yes. When she's
1: talking to Lala and she says that she loves, or no, she's talking to Katie. And it's Katie and her making up because Katie had the whole, you know, sheena was saying that they were in an open relationship which, which like she sheena she really didn't say that she, but she didn't
0: had... say i do believe katie i do believe that what katie was saying is that like they, they don't, don't have, have the
1: same relationship that everybody else does
0: exactly like she's not calling him 32 times or tracking him on her phone or whatever like sheena who has everyone's location which i love
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, she's like please give me your phone can i please have your location
0: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Just every
1: new person she meets. Sheeta has like a Muppet voice too. Like okay. she is the one person who fi- who uses that find my friends. Like like nobody else uses 100%. it. Sheeta Shea. Yes. And so she knows like, where so all of the people are.
2: Yes.
1: Oh. Like- well, that. Um. Oh, here's a side side track thing. Okay. So I've been listening to. I listen to a lot of podcasts, as you can tell. I, I yeah. binge a lot of stuff, guys. Um. Bethany, you know, she's got re-rewives for yes. her, yes, her re-wives. podcast. Yep. Um some of it's good, some of it's bad. And so like when she does a rewives rant and those are just solo Bethany and it's like it's too much Bethany for 20 minutes. Yeah. So and they're not they're not long episodes. It's just her ranting about somebody for 20 minutes. Don't listen to those, but do listen to the recaps when they're with a good person. Like I've talked about this on this show before like when she has like um the Suze orman and that kind of thing oh yeah yeah like she has Suze orman she had jerry springer rest in peace like she had him she, yeah she had him on the show so she has people that don't necessarily watch the show and then she's got people who are big celebrities that are super fans like uh elizabeth moss okay like, yes. like huge deal yeah. well she had tori spelling on and then it was a fantastic episode and now wow. she had Tori Spelling back to do another episode with her because Tori was so good because Tori's also so tapped into Hollywood yes. and play. So they went into a whole thing of Vanderpump Rules, and they did the episode of they did the episode of Beverly Hills that turns into an episode of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. So that's the episode that the two of them are talking about, and as they are talking about the episode they it's the day that brandy glanville and sheena are tweeting each other so like oh my god and so bethany is like like completely like shitting a golden egg because she's like oh my god we are so topical girl we are so topical today we are so we are so good tori i knew this is going to be so good because we were going to be on this we were taking all these balls down it's like so good so this is like and that's how bethany is and she's just like okay yeah shit man we just got this you know we we were right on top of it tori i knew they having you on here was gonna be good but this is just something different you know and so bethany (laughs) with all of her craziness yeah, and and like Tori spelling is just like yeah and like Tori spelling when I hear her talk I want to be Tori's best friend you know what I mean Like I know there's she something about like, Tori spelling that's just sweet
0: she seems like a truly sweet soul
1: yeah she does, like, she, sure, and she I, does. it might be because of the movie trick <laughs> like you know what I mean <laughs> it, it might be because of that because we all think of her as like our gay best friend you know like yes, our yes, our, yes. our fruit fly girl you yes. know what I mean like but at the same yeah. time, she did do that for us back then as such Yay. a mainstream actress that was from Beverly Hills, 90210. And she did this little gay indie movie. You know what I mean? So yeah, right. she's yeah. she's always she's always been our girl. So yeah. there's something about Tori's Spelling that we will stand up for. And like Tori had a lot of like really good things to like say about, you know, about all this. But at the same Tori was like, you know, it is something, though, that Sheena has. Completely moved on and doesn't carry the scarlet letter of all the Eddie Cibrian stuff. Yeah. When what Sheena d- did was pretty terrible—that Sheena was having an affair with a man yeah, whose wife was pregnant. That's the yeah. thing that everybody forgets: is that Brandy Glanville was literally having a baby, and yeah. he left to go help Sheena move into her apartment. You know what I mean? Those kinds of things. That and so, so and the reason why this all happened with Sheena, like, you know, that this this was able to like spin off and everything else is because then Eddie Cibrian started cheating on He's
0: Sheena
1: with Leanne Rhymes. Exactly. So he was fucking around on his fuck around. Yes, like, and it the overshadowed other thing.
0: that.
1: Yeah. So it overshadowed that. And the thing is she did one entertainment tonight, you know, or inside edition interview and it like made everybody go, who's this girl? Cause she was beautiful. The Sheena Shea girl. Yeah. And then she got pushed into like Vanderpump rules. And because remember she was like the new character.
0: Exactly. Yes, exactly.
1: But she was the thing that was going to tie everybody else because of the Stassi Jacks and Sandoval and everybody else because that had already been living in Vanderpump Rules. This is Vanderpump exactly. Rules history, kids. So Vanderpump yeah. Rules, when Sir and Villa Blanca, when those restaurants, when that Lisa Vanderpump had, the kids who were working there, and they were kids at the time, this is like 10, 15 years ago, they yes, they yeah. Saucy Schroeder and Jax Taylor, uh, Kristen Doughty was dating Tom oh, Sandoval, who was yeah. roommates with Jax Taylor. And the um and then you had Katie and so you had the three witches of WeHo and then you had yeah, so these yeah. all these kids were all good friends and they were all sleeping with each other and had dated each other and were breaking up and that kind of a thing and then Sheena was the one glue person who pulled us from Beverly Hills and the thread that pulled us into Vanderpump Rules that gave yeah, us a exactly. reason to want to watch Vanderpump and latch onto the rest of the characters because yeah. we were gonna latch onto her scandal first. And so Tori Tori breaks this all down, and you're like, oh shit, we did forget about all of that.
0: Did forget about that.
1: That like, and so really everybody on this show has really had some bad things in the past. So like what's what's worse? You cheating on like you sleeping with your best friend's husband or you sleeping with a woman with, with a pregnant woman's husband. What's worse? what's worse
0: yeah exactly i think what makes it so like salacious and hard for us is the the friendship between ariana and rachel
1: because ariana has been the cool one for yeah. all these years exactly. she's the voice of reason even in this episode tonight where lala is when they're when they're putting their gift bags together and yeah. lala is like well so what ends up happening is, is they did this flashback to the labor labor day party where on Labor Day for this Labor Day party, Tom is at this party with all the friends Despicable. and it's the day that Ariana's grandmother dies. And so Tom spends two more hours at the party and doesn't go directly home when he finds out that Ariana's grandmother had died. He waits at the party. He stays longer. And so Ariana as as well, like, OK, well, yes, yeah, so this is the thing that they're all talking about. And Ariana goes, Tom. Tom (laughs) she just goes I'm not doing this I'm not doing this back and forth we're gonna we're gonna like she's just she's yep he's that girl who's like we're gonna just exactly we're gonna pull all the pieces together and let's let's talk about it who's lying and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna
0: go right to your face and let's just like hash it out exactly she has really been so kind and trusting and then part of it is like watching Tom Sandoval like go to you know fertilize the embryos.
1: That so maddens me. It's
0: dark. It's dark. I so just wish dark. that
1: just, I hope she has eggs in there with no em- with, 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 I, that, I hope so that have too. Not been fertilized. Like I just hope I, she has got some eggs in there. Per, you know. Or he yeah. owes her that money.
0: Yeah. Wow. She's never gonna get those eggs back. But I'm sure she's. She said she got a lot. So you know. Yeah. And she's thriving. But it's like it's just heartbreaking, I think, but we do also forget that Ariana and Tom were cheating. Tom mm-hmm. was with kristen when when they started dating. Tom was with someone else,
1: yeah, they had kissed once, and yeah. so and then the, and the golden over. nugget, yeah, <laughs> the golden nugget, oh, that's real a real rock bottom when Stacy <laughs> says that <laughs> <That's what Stassi laughs> maybe that real. flashback oh. Oh, that's yeah. the thing too, is that. All the the auxiliary characters who've all been fired from Vanderpump are all dining out now. They're all hot tickets. Kristen Dowdy was tonight on Watch What Happens Live. Watch What Happens Live. She looks great. I think she looks great.
0: She looks looks like a woman. She looks like she's matured.
1: Yeah. And it's just like not being on TV, I think has been good for her. Um, Have you watched any of Of the the
0: rewatches with Jackson, Brittany? Yes. Okay. No.
1: I had fallen asleep <laughs> watching wa- watching something Bravo-ish, you know. Yeah. And Peacock just starts playing other things, you know, yep. like when you mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And so I in a slight consciousness like watched the first episode, right? Yeah. And then I did just jump to like to because I was gonna like kind of rewatch the last week's episode before this week's. And I was like, oh let me just do it through Jackson Brittany.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
1: Okay, that's the first thing I have to say about it is, oh,
0: Ugh. okay, they're, but
1: it, they are doing so much, doing so and much. like
0: that's the thing—it's so much. They're so the f- chaotic.
1: The fact that J- Jack thinks that like he's she a good—that any... g- he's a good guy—oh man, because because like you know because now Tom is a bad 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 guy. But it's like no 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 no, you're not no, realizing.
0: You're still you guys, a
1: bad guy. You guys are all bad guys. You guys are all the heels. You guys are all the villains. And all so, of you. yeah. All
0: of you. And we're just, are we going to forget rotten hail?
1: <laughs> rotten hail, Jax. Rotten, rotten hail.
0: hail. Like, <laughs> Jax, you were a bad guy. You should not be. This is not a time for us to give, like, a platform for Jax Taylor to start <sighs> talking about what a shitty <laughs> guy Thomas for cheating.
1: But it He's is kind of well. funny because he'll, like, go through, like, you know, so they're giving. We're watching it with Brad, with, with Jackson, Brittany. The, the well, what we're told is the first time you know that they're seeing yeah. the episode is when they're putting the cameras on them, and so they're kind of as they're talking is is that Jackson, Brittany do really know this group really well because you can still see that they all do. They're all still friends behind they're the all scenes. Yeah Jackson, and Brittany, yeah, Jackson Brittany Yeah, Jackson Brittany were at Sheena's wedding. They just were not filmed. They stayed yes. at they stayed at the other resort that they wanted Katie to stay at. <laughs> but are not allowed in the preferred pool area. Yes. Now, you're not allowed in the they, preferred, pool yeah. now, allowed to preferred pool area because this is all just for our wedding guests. Um, but you guys can use the pool at the other resort. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to take away all of your privileges. <laughs> like, but that was the most cringeworthy wedding too, because every oh time God. that they were eating, Katie was like on the next room with a with a table with direct view to see the party. The direct
0: view, <laughs> always. And they did they did do her so dirty when the editors would like. She's like, it's not like I'm going to be sitting there watching your wedding. And then they, they catch that <laughs> thing, and the Chiron's like next week, and it's like, um.
1: Oh, her dress is pretty. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's exactly sitting <laughs> like, like, on the like, balcony. Like,
1: um. Okay two things so back to Br- Br- jackson Brittany. but when you're talking about that let's bring up christina kelly for one second oh my God, christina God, kelly there's something about christina kelly that her vibe just makes me feel calm and she's got one of those like aspirational kind of like
0: she's like a gwyneth
1: yeah she's, yeah she's like a gwyneth paltrow type that just like always looks perfect she is the character from bridesmaids um she's Rose she's. Byrne. Yeah, she's Rome Bur- Rose Byrne's character. You know what I mean? Like she's yes. she's Helen. perfect yes. and she's got, yeah, she's Helen. Um, but <laughs> so that's Ke- Christina Kelly. And you can see when they were in Mexico, <laughs> when Christina Kelly realizes I hitched my star to the wrong wagon with Katie. <laughs> you can yes, see, like, yes, yes, the, 100%. I don't know, we, we probably could go to that restaurant maybe if we, you know what I mean? Like, Christina was just like, yeah, Christina was, like, the whole time it was just like, oh, Christina Kelly is realizing, I'm on the wrong team. I'm on the wrong uh, team. <laughs> this is not
0: good. This is not okay. Yes. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna lose the screen time, and I just need to show my, ki- I sh- need to show my brand. I, need to, I show- need to show
0: my brand. I just need my lip balms.
1: Yeah, heartspring lip balms. You need to see heartspring. You need to see heartspring. But like, yes. um, I did recently follow her on Instagram. She has a new baby. She just had a baby. She had a baby adorable so um cute. yeah so so cute but yeah but christina kelly but when they're in but like when she's up there with you katie know, watching yeah. the thing is that you can see christina's like shit i'm on the wrong team like how did i do you,
0: you can see it in her face yeah she's
1: like, like, like,
0: like
1: i hitched my wagon to the wrong like we're just
0: gonna be we're just frame. literally gonna be sitting in this hotel room doing nothing and For there's real. like the wedding and they're like
1: showing it and i'm like this is amazing so she just said i cannot go to the fitness center <laughs> like it's just like one of those kind of things you know like how many things did she get blocked out from but um back into jackson Brittany is like in their rewatch is that they're just you know you'll britney will say something that's a little bit like cutting towards jacks you know for like a second. And then she'll be like, "No, but you're a good dad. You're a good dad. You're a good dad." Like, she, a good to, dad. like she like
0: she has to like reaffir- She's like, "I gotta build up his ego." Like I it's the it's the like, compliment
1: sandwich. sandwich. She's just like, "Oh yeah, baby. That's why you're so stupid because you slept with sandwich. that one girl." But you're a good dad. You
0: know? you're, you're such a good dad, baby. Yes, exactly. Like, she's yeah. like, trying to like bring him to earth a little bit, but then it's she's because like-
1: It's the embryos, and he goes to her. Jax goes. Jax goes, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, Sandoval, like, I don't know. I can't, I just can't see that guy being a dad. And then Brittany goes, <laughs> well, I, I don't think anybody thought that you could be a good dad either. And then he like looks at her. She's like, but you're a good dad. You're a good dad. Like, <laughs> And you're just like, oh no. Home syndrome, 100%. She's like, but no, baby. No, you, you are a good
0: dad. Everybody yeah. knows
1: it. And like yeah. every so often they like throw a dog in there. Or they bring the baby in just to soften the couple up a little bit. Well, like you of
0: that Yeah, the producers not make you guys look good.
1: Yeah, the producers are like, "Here's a dog, pet it," you know, (laughs) like like they're just exactly
0: like (laughs) like you guys are not coming off great. So that's free
1: watch, but back into this episode, it was completely cringe. The birthday dinner, Schwartz confessing his love basically at that birthday dinner for Raquel while they're glamping.
0: That was so awkward and terrible, but he is diabolical Mm -hmm. because he knew. He knew at this point. And when he says, Oh, Raquel's going to type hmm. and it's taken men. And it's like he says it to the group, knowing that this is happening. And like that is truly like a serial killer's mind to me.
2: You
1: just said it, and it didn't even hit me that he said it like that either. Like, See, that's the thing is, is that we have to watch this in two two different timelines of, exactly. like, of, like, what the show is wanting us to believe, and then what we know is, like, a completely different thing. Yes. And just, like, and the other thing, too, was, is, like, um you know how they, because they love doing this. They love being so binary on Vanderpump Rules. So, like, boys' tent, girls' tent. So, but in the girls' tent... He was like the only boy in there, and he like gets up and hugs Raquel, and he's just constantly like finding a reason to be next to her, or touch her. Yes. And it's like your girl's right there. Like everything about it is just so shady, and like, and the fact that like Ariana is so trusting that it's just that's like,
2: sweet.
1: She just she completely trusted him implicitly, and he shit on it completely.
0: That's, that's- that's what it is. That's what breaks your heart. Both of them. She trusted both of them.
1: Ugh, it's, and it's just, just
0: uh, terrible.
1: It's insane. Um, I'm looking at my little notes here. Allie is good for James.
0: Yes, very good. And I like her more and more every episode.
1: But he's not good for her. Nope. <laughs> like, and she's going to eat him up. She, she might be the one who brings James down out of all the girls I, yes. he's dated.
0: I would like that. Yes. She's got to like
1: and I wouldn't mind seeing James and um, I think James and Lala are the ones who are meant to be together. In I think the end. so.
0: I think they deserve each other. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think they're the only ones that can like understand and handle each other.
1: They're both equally as shitty and they both have the same kind of thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Could so- you
0: imagine James as a stepdad though?
1: Oh God. What's up, fat boy? What's your
0: boy? I've got a fat little baby.
1: <laughs> Except for I was so happy when he threw that drink in Schwartz's face. Oh my God,
0: I was. So, I sent you that I, with the amount of drinks that Schwartz has thrown in women's faces over the years. For him to turn around to James and be like, "If you do that again, I'll
2: like, put your gonna headlock
0: you out," and I was like, yeah. oh, "Is that what is is that what the women should have done to you?"
1: I know, but then that's when James turns around. Oh, you're gonna really do that, fat boy? I'm, I'm, I'm stronger and faster than you, fat boy. I feel
0: like I love <laughs> that. He's like, I, you do a good James. He's like, I get, get, <laughs> yeah, get out in second.
1: Yeah, I will get out in second. You know, it's just like a once in a lifetime experience. Cascade is like a really big deal. You know, you just hurt my feelings every time. Yes. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> and I was like, I, he was being vulnerable in that moment.
1: Like, and then the other thing too is when Schwartz in the last last week's episode, when Schwartz gets into the fight with Lala. I wanted her to push all that food in his lap and on his face. I want her to throw that Here, pizza yep. in his face.
0: I know. I all just was it. like, like all of it.
1: Have a Teresa moment. Just turn that table
0: upside down on all him. Over when he was like talking about her looks and stuff. I was like, this is it. This is the real Schwartz. This is what Katie had to deal with. Like, this is what Katie was dealing with at home.
1: That. When, okay. So in the Jackson, Brittany, we watched too is Jax keeps going. Take your fingers out of your mouth. Take your fingers out of your mouth. And then they cut to the confession of Lala going, you know, he has his hands in his mouth acting like he's all nervous and all this kind of thing is bullshit. Yeah. And, and, and Jax is like, see, I told you, that's what he's doing all the time. And this, so the thing, that's the thing about these rewatches is there's real things about the relationships that now Jax is starting to just let out of the bag because he's realizing these two guys are bullshit and all the girls. Not my friends, them.
0: and they yes, exactly. Like I have no loyalty to them. Like, just yes. He's like letting it all out. And I I do love that.
1: Yeah. So he's like, he's kind of like pushing those kind of things out. So that's great. Um, but I just see Allie's gonna kill is is gonna just like kill it pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. I don't have much else as we click close, except for I do have they did introduce us, and I just found this funny. There was one like they had the new bartender at Tom Tom that, oh, yeah. that they showed briefly. And it's so funny when they show somebody like that in, in passing, because if you go back and rewatch it, like when it's on next time, that like when you see it again, when the next episode's yeah. going to air and you see it watch because they're like, you know, Tom Tom. And they show Matt new bartender and his Chiron and, and then they let him inhale, like with all this anxiety and then they cut. <laughs> they they don't even let him exhale on camera they're, they're just they're like there's your moment you just you, you get to that's inhale it. and you, you don't even get to it. do the exhale just yeah we're, we're, we're on to the next and it's just like that was his moment that he told all of his friends about and he was like did you see me I'm gonna
2: be <laughs> and they're like, yeah and then that's
1: it yeah but that's literally okay. what you do when you see your friend on tv is you inhale and like you you probably did it collectively with him is that everybody goes oh And then he was gone. And it was was just like, there was Matt, the new bartender. He doesn't even get the
0: full breath work.
1: Absolutely not. Okay. We've been on for so long. I'm going to let you go. I know. I know. The people are going to like kill. I should do, I should do two episodes. Maybe I'll drop this in two.
0: Yeah. Part one, part two.
1: Who knows? Or you guys will get the whole entire thing and you guys will love it. Okay. Who are your crushes of the week? Person, place, and thing. I will give you mine first. So I will give you your moment. So my person this week. This is like a vintage one, but he's not vintage. But he's just like a guy who's a comedian, and I don't even know if he's in anything new lately. But Rob Delaney, I got reminded of him recently, Um, and so love him. He's so funny. But the thing is, is like he's just like big furry chest, big legs, loving all that. You know, it's it's a thing. Okay, and then my place that I am completely loving on right now. I actually went to the theater a couple times recently. And the most recent one is I actually went to San Diego State University and got to see their production of Cabaret that they're doing.
2: Oh, I
1: and um, I know, and Cabaret is actually one of my, like my favorite shows. So I wanna say like the theater in general is like my place this week, my crush in my, my place. It was fantastic. Nice. Lindsey Grant, she played Sally Bowles. And so the thing is, and she's like a curvy girl with a voice okay. out of this world. We, we love Lindsay. She's a good friend of the fam. And um, just seeing somebody like her take on this role and act and sing the shit out of it and just like kind of do something because you usually see a Sally Bowles and she's like this wayfish kind of a Renee yeah, Zelliger exactly. type. And like, this is like, Lindsay is a curvy, beautiful woman who just kind of went up there and just rocked the house. Um but anyways, so San Diego State Theater is like my place. And my thing this week is going to be Chubbett Cookies. And so Chubbett Bakery, you guys do follow them on Instagram. It's my good friend, Joelle. She just had a pop-up where for Dining Out for Life recently over awesome. at Sister's Pizza. Then she was also at Happy Fast Delicious recently. So she's going to have another pop-up coming up here in the beginning of June. So do find her on Instagram. But she does all these really great cookie flavors and things like that. And um, she'll be taking some orders soon in the future, but right now you'll find all of her stuff at pop-ups all over Hillcrest. And so get in her DMS, find out when she's doing, she does little specialty b- batch orders and that kind of thing, but her flavors are like, it's not just like chocolate chip cookies. It's like she this Neapolitan cookie. That was like chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry and each, Flavor profile was just incredible on it with the colors. She's got a like a mint cookie. She's got this one called a Hawaiian bonfire, which is like, yeah, Hawaiian flavors, coconut, pineapple. And it has this marshmallow gooey center because it's like a bonfire with like, you know, roasted marshmallows. It's amazing. Oh, that. So that's my person, my place and my thing this week. So we have Rob Delaney as my person. My place is the theater and my thing are Chubbuck cookies. Okay. Ooh, I love it. Okay. your person place and thing crushes for your week
0: okay my person is ali wong love because i've been watching beef yes and she is truly amazing in it like she's such i mean she's a comedian obviously but she is an actress
1: i'm a point of watching partner. that with my with my partner and like oh, you so are i'm only two episodes in so oh, it's,
0: and it just gets better and she's so amazing she's such a good actor it's truly, like, every episode, I am in awe of her. She's love so good.
1: Love it. She's I on tour her. right now, too. Nelson, yep. friend of the pod, got to see her in Vegas on Saturday, said she was and phenomenal. She's
0: so funny. And she's like a mom, and, you know, I just think she's awesome. Love? My place is, ooh, Bar in Bay Reef, which is a a bar studio. It's like an exercise studio in mm-hmm. La Jolla. Okay. Um, it's owned by my friend Erica and she is also a mom and she's a small business owner and she's a woman and so um, she runs this bar studio and bar is like a a certain type of exercise where you're at a ballet bar but it's Mm -hmm. about like isometrics and like it's really helped me get my confidence back and feel like strong and it's not about like being thin or any of that stuff—it's about like being healthy and strong. So that's been very. Are there cool.
1: guys in those classes or is it all female? Oh yeah,
0: okay, yeah. I'm trying to get Tony and Eric to go with me. Maybe I can get when we can all go. I'm so in. Yes. Let me really I mean, know.
1: I I need like a new like something. And I used to well, I used to be a dancer, so I think I can keep up. So
0: and you would be great at it because Erica's an uh, she was a dancer.
1: Oh, perfect. Okay. So I think okay. it would be really
0: good. So yes, Barn Bay Wreath in La Jolla, check it out. Um, and then my place is the beach nice you know it's been like they say you should always be by water when you're like feeling like anxious and stuff
2: mm-hmm. and
0: so it's just been nice i've been taking long walks on the beach so like i really suggest even if you're not near a beach if you if you go to a lake or just like get near your body of water mm-hmm. and then yeah, yeah. so person energy. yeah person ali wong place barn bay wreath or anything, sorry um, things, anything is the beach, beach. Go to the beach i love i love yes. it I don't do go say? to the
1: beach nearly enough.
0: We're so close, you know, like
1: for somebody who lives in San Diego.
0: To, yeah, they try and spend their whole life trying to get to the beach. People have never seen the beach before, and we're just mm-hmm. like here, you know.
1: Oh, I love we that. Gotta take okay. of it. Yeah. Perf. Bryn, is there anything that we want to push besides who invited her for you this week?
0: Um, nope. Just who invited her? We're going to be um. We're gonna have a booth at out at the fair, so watch mm-hmm. for that on the Who Invited Her Instagram page and everything. Um, we'll let you guys know. But that's it. Yeah, just Who Invited Her.
1: Okay, I need to go to out on the fair like the day that they actually do that because I it's never be go. Yeah, we'll I have
0: you on. You can come and talk to us. We're gonna be oh there all
1: day. Oh my god. Yeah, let's do that. All. I'm so in. Yeah. Yep. I'm so right. in. Let, let, let's plan it out. Okay. Right. So thank you so much, Brynn, for coming on and talking way too long with me. <laughs> I appreciate all of your time. I really, really do. This has been fun. Um, You guys do like and subscribe everywhere that you guys find podcasts. This has been Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. Thank you, Brynn Mac, for coming. Make sure that you guys do find Who Invited Her. All the information is going to be inside of the show notes, but you find Who Invited Her, the podcast. You guys can find it anywhere that you listen to streaming podcasts. And it's also on YouTube You can. Watch some of the old live videos okay other than that good night from the lower level
0: good night from the lower level